Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Monica McNutt, Israel Gutierrez, Bill Plaschke, and in Plasma 2, the incoming class for the Colorado Sports Hall of Fame, Woody Page. But seriously, how are you not in like in 1977? Let's go today. Rangers! <laughs> Dangerous! The scary Texas Rangers. Also, game two, Aces Liberty. And game three, Diamondbacks, Dodgers, and the man who picked the Dodgers to win it all. Oh, boy. I stand by my statement. Let's go around the board. I horse. stand by it. Who could that have possibly been? <laughs> Not dead yet. Texas's domination of the Baltimore Orioles is where we start. It has the Rangers heading into the ALCS scary dangerous. It was a jam-packed joint last night. The team came out swinging as they always do. That offense just rolls. And then a raucous club scene in the clubhouse. Oh, they black, black like that place? Look at that. It looks like a club. This is a franchise star for playoff success. They have two series wins in a row now team that gave away the division in the final weekend two weeks ago has all the momentum back. Bill Plaschke around the horn to you. What are the Rangers doing right now and can they keep it up? They're doing everything right, Tony, and yes, they can keep it up. They have two studs starting pitchers that can give you seven innings. They have five all-star hitters. They have at the top of the order Sim, Mar- Marcus Simeon and, and Corey Seager. Corey Seager's made for this. He was the MVP of the World Series 2020 with the Dodgers. They got it all plus. They have the best postseason manager in history, Bruce Bochy, is now 15-5 and five in his last 20 postseason series. It's the best percentage of any manager in history. He knows how to work. The bullpen is shaky, but Boch can work the bullpen. I like these guys to go to the World Series. Woody Page, what do you see from this Texas team? Well, you know, that, Bill, that the fans last night chanted, we want Houston. Mm-hmm. Be careful what you chant for because you're going to get Houston and you, that, they're going to present a lot more problems than they've been there on a regular basis. But you're right. Corey Seager, just to mention him again, he actually played in the playoffs in that stadium the year of the pandemic when they played the, all the postseason games in the American League in the same place, and he got the same locker. So he has that luck factor going for him that he's been there and he's played well there. So other than that, you're right. If they, they have one shaky aspect of the, their team, I think it's the bullpen. But as long as you've got those rotational pitchers being able to go six or seven innings, you don't have to depend on all those guys because you do have somebody deep in the bullpen that you can rely on the ninth inning. But I believe that the Rangers are benefiting by that last game that they lost to the Mariners. I think that showed them that they had to turn that team around maybe, going into the playoffs. Maybe. And guess what? They haven't lost no, a game. They haven't. The so, it's uh, almost been a benefit to keep on playing and play through the wild card round rather than having the time off like we saw with Baltimore. Israel Gutierrez, which is a problem. would you say Texas is the scariest team remaining in this postseason? 
I mean, they're the scariest because they're the hottest team. But I think with this series, the key is was game one. Because if you're the Baltimore Orioles, you're waiting for game one at home. you got 101 wins, and you want to settle. You want to hold down that, that Texas Rangers offense. And you did. You kept him to three runs. But this is where Bruce Bochy came in. He managed an absolute gem, stole one from the Orioles, and then all of a sudden you feel like you took one at Camden Yards and you feel like the better team. And then from there, it was Seager and Garvey uh, just sort of taking over there, and especially Seager with the five walks in that second game, and Garvey, excuse me. Um, and so, yeah, I think with the Rangers, you're doing exactly what you expected to do, but you needed that first win, and then it's just a bludgeoning of that team. But if you're the Orioles... You just can't have two starters go one and two-thirds. I mean, whether you're playing a five-game series, a seven-game series, have a lot of rest, you're probably going to lose if you have two of your three starters do that. So uh, for the Rangers, after that first game, just that lineup just absolutely bludgeoning. And Monica McNutt. I would certainly say it's spooky season as it regards to the Texas Rangers. But listen, Seager's been great, but this is a team that has five all-star caliber hitters, right? Like, you heard Plasky mention Bochy. I think that while we're giving them a ton of credit, they were like a game away from winning the division. So in many ways, they should be performing this well. And as much as I think the Orioles have a lot to be excited about, that still was a young team on the other side. So yeah, it's definitely spooky season, spooky hours, as they say, for the Rangers. The Orioles weren't swept all season, and then they were swept here. You can wonder if the play playoff format with a week off hurt them, maybe. But the AL East was a complete no-show in total. AL East swept out of the playoffs. They had a lead for a half an inning over seven games. They had a lead for just 15 pitches in this postseason. Crushing disappointment for all. But as Monica, you just said, Baltimore a bit different because they're way ahead of schedule because of the youth movement here. Israel, how would you describe this out for Baltimore? Yeah, it's a disappointing ending, and here's why. I mean, obviously 101 wins and you're feeling great about yourself, but you never actually had the moment in the playoffs, even if it's one game where you win and sort of remind yourself who you were, and that's somewhat disappointing there. But again, when you look at the youth on this team and what they're just beginning, they just won't look to the postseason. They'll look to the regular season. And just to sort of uh, pound that, that fact that you mentioned on the Rangers and the AL East, AL East, those two teams combined for 200 wins, and the Rangers now the first team to, to sweep two teams combined for 200 wins in the same postseason. Mm. So the Rangers are doing it. The Orioles shouldn't really feel bad. Woody Page? <laughs> oh, the Orioles got a taste of it, and I think their slogan should be, it's not over, we're headed to Sarasota, because that's where they have spring training. They're going to start all over again, come back even stronger right. next year. Because that makes they have a way What do you mean? Joke. What do you mean? That's a good slogan for the Orioles. <laughs> all right, I like it, well, Woody. let's see. They, yep, you're getting the make... cheese. Okay, there we go. <laughs> That, that division now is, is top-heavy almost when you think about Tampa Bay and the Rays and the team they've got. Sure, they were knocked out also, but I think the Orioles and the Rays have gotten a lot of being in the postseason uh, this year. And I think that next year those other three teams that always think of themselves as the top of that heap in that division are going to have to worry about these guys for years to come with these young, talent, talented players they Bill have. <clears throat> Woody, I don't know how I've lasted 20 years of listening to you sitting here. Unbelievable. <laughs> whoa, whoa, anyway. whoa, Bill. You've got a laundry list of liners <laughs> you've used yourself. Yeah, that's true. But anyway, I, I love the Orioles. they got a great young team. That series was epitomized whoa. when Gunnar Henderson was thrown out on a botched hit and mm. run in at, at, at game one in the ninth inning. This is a young team. They're learning. they got three good starting pitchers. they got a good young lineup. they got a good manager. I like them down in the future. Monica. 
I mean, yeah, we all agree this is a young team with a very bright future. But one thing that I do think was kind of telling is their acknowledgement that they didn't come into the postseason with really good momentum, right? Like, yeah, youth is a little bit of an excuse, but I, I just don't like the way they flamed out. Like, it was nasty to me for a team that was so good right. and hadn't been swept to Tony's point. And so I think, yes, they certainly learned from this experience. You got core guys that are under 25. Like, there's a lot to be excited about. But this is The playoff format, Monica, you know as a player – Time away, getting time off. Yes, that could be good to rest, but losing all the energy of playing every day. In this sport, you play that more than any other sport. You think that hurt the team? I do think it hurt the team, but I think even before the break, they weren't necessarily playing their best ball, right? Like, if they took that break and have been playing better, then maybe they have a little bit more much of a chance to pick up that momentum. Mm -hmm. So Texas go for starting pitching at the trade deadline. Baltimore didn't exactly do that, and that's where they were hurt in this series. We'll move on. WMA Finals Game 2, let's go. Aces Liberty Game 1 was a second-half rip from Vegas. And while Brianna Stewart, Asia Wilson was the headline, understandably going in, just as much gray and young and plum for the Aces. If you focus on New York and what it would take for them to even the series, how disjointed they were late Sunday, and this postseason run, John Paul Jones, Benajah Laney, they've been there. Stewart, a tick below her season numbers, which of course were MVP level, and Ionesco even less than that. So Monica, how will game two be decided tonight? It's got to be done on the defensive end, Tony. The New York Liberty, listen, offense was hard to come by because you were facing the team in the Aces with the number one overall rated defensive efficiency. However, they have to commit on the defensive end themselves. Crazy number, John Quill Jones has been one of the best defenders on Asia Wilson this season. She's held her to 6 of 24 when she's been her primary defender. She's got to be the catalyst, and then that team is going to have to focus and play team defense to slow the rest of those guards. If they don't defend, this thing is going to end quickly. Israel Gutierrez? Yeah, I think the Liberty might have got a little bit of a fool's gold in the first half because they had Johannes hit all four of her threes in that half. And then in the second half, the Aces just kind of shut that down. And when you don't have Ionescu matching that, when you don't have Courtney Vandersloot finding her shot because she was open a few times and just turned down a shot, then, yeah, you're not going to match them, especially a team like the Aces that knows how to play together and knows how to shut it down defensively when it matters. And on the other side, Ionescu and Vandersloot, they really need to uh, do something defensively because that efficiency from the Aces' backcourt was way too much to overcome. Woody Page, what decides tonight? Game two. Uh, it's going to be the Aces again. I think they have the better coach. And the description of Young and Plum sounds like this team. They are that good. Brianna Stewart, in order for <laughs> the Liberty to win. To I'm sorry, Bill. I am sorry. You shouldn't be on the program with me. <laughs> I, I, Brianna Stewart's going to have to go all Kobe on the Aces. And she has it this postseason, right? Yeah, and I think that that's going to be the difference maker if indeed she can go off, be Michael Jordan-esque, if you will, then they have a chance to win. But otherwise, I just think the Aces are too strong up and down that lineup. And Bill Plasky. Monica's right. It's all about defense. Vandersloot and Ionescu were burned. The, the uh, Aces were 11 for 12 when they guarded them one-on-one. Mm. They need to play tougher defense. They need to go to John Cole Jones more. And you need to get Laney more involved. There are 21 and 2 when Laney scores at least 14 points. She hasn't scored that in the first two, two games, the first game. She hasn't been involved as much. They need to be tougher, and they can win this game. They've beaten the Aces, through, what, three out of five times this year? Going into the series, yes. And now, now it's 3 to 3. And in the Liberty win, it's been an enormous rebounding margin that they've had, which was something maybe first half, second half, nothing felt. Monica. 
You gave us the analysis. You have a pick for us. I do think the Liberty are going to even this thing up coming back to Brooklyn. Look, this series is now 3-3 on the entire season. The series has just been really up and it down. It has been up and down, right? They haven't exactly had those moments with the close games and everything. It's been right. kind of one game. New York really controls the board. John Paul Jones goes up. But we haven't seen it really from Stewart and Ionescu. We've seen it from Laney uh, and, and uh, John Paul Jones. Make a pick, Israel Gutierrez. Who you got? I still got the Aces. I think I trust the team that has a better defense. Mm -hmm. And Woody Page, you've got the Aces. We heard that from you. And Bill Plaschke. Liberty. Mm -hmm. Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. <laughs> Liberty. <laughs> Around the Horn is presented by Truly Hard Seltzer. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the seaport, brought to you by Chase. All right, Bill Plaschke, we can't wait any longer. Your column from last week, Dodgers will win it all. Really? We have reached a point here where we're all worried about you, Bill. We, we are all here because we mm. care about you. Oh, my goodness. This is brutal for L.A. Not for a second in this series have they led. Not for more than a minute have they even been even. The overarching failure of years of 100-win teams going out in the DS is circling a toilet bowl that is made of rock bottom here. Game three in Arizona in a few hours. Plashke, the floor is yours. What is this? Tony, it's not over with yet. You act like it's over with. I didn't say it's it was over. over. I'm saying... What is this? I stand by my statement. The Dodgers will win the World Series. They, first off, they need to win three games in a row against Arizona. They did that in August. They did that. True. A bunch of teams were in this True. They can win three games in a row. They win tonight against rookie Brandon Fault, who has a 9.53 year already against the Dodgers. They win a game 10 to 10 to nine because Lance Lynn is not very good. And then they, they go to Thursday. <laughs> then they go to Thursday, and all the pressure is on the Diamondbacks because they don't want to come back to L.A. Wait, wait. They go to Thursday for game four. All the pressure's on Arizona. The pressure isn't on Clayton yeah, Kershaw, who is coming back Clay to start Kershaw game four. Wait, okay. I love your positivity. He does not want his career to I love your optimism. He will win. I say again. To... We're, we'll get to there in a second. We're all here because we <laughs> care about you, Bill. Woody Page, please tell me what you've seen in the series and what you've seen for this Dodgers team. 
I'm selling Bill Plasky and I'm selling the Dodgers. We get so tired of you being over Not and over, over and over, <laughs> Bill. You got Lance Lynn on the mound tonight. He's got the worst ERA of his entire career. <laughs> and you think he's going to save your Dodgers? Betts and Freeman are one for 13 in this series. That's the problem for the Dodgers. Israel. It's not over. I mean, it's not over because this is still a matchup of a team in the Dodgers who had 200-plus run differential mm-hmm. and the Diamondbacks who had negative run differential. Mm-hmm. So anything's really possible here. And you mentioned Brandon Fott. He's 0-2 uh, with a 9-plus ERA this year against the Dodgers. But when your answer for why the Dodgers are playing poorly and Betts and Freeman are hitting so poorly is just, I don't know, then there's not a real whole lot yes, of faith going Bill, on. That's the problem. You're just off, leaning into optimism and positivity, which is how I live my life. I'm not going to knock that. But I need to hear something on why it's going to change. But first, we go to Monica. Um, I got to say, Corbin Carroll looks like one of the best players in this series. And listen, this thing is going back to Arizona. And I hear you, Plashkey. The Dodgers <laughs> fans are going to show up. Rah, rah, rah. But this still ultimately has to go back through Clayton Kershaw, who hasn't that's, been yeah, historically that's... great in the postseason. All right. I'm not feeling Bill, good. now I turn myself back to you and I say, well, please, Clayton tell Kershaw us why is, Clayton, Clayton, Clayton Kershaw is not going to let his career end like this. He's too tough. He's too strong-willed. He will not have another game like that. And Mookie and Freddie are not going to be shut out like this. They're going to turn it on. They're the second-best offense in baseball this year. They were they were slow to come back from the, 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 the long layoff. That long layoff is, is made them go cold. They've gotten awakened now. They've woken up. They will be fine. Mark my words. Words are being yet. marked right now. They have been marked. <laughs> They've been marked many, many, many times with the team that has hit they a wall at this series. level. I'd love to see it for you, Bill. We'll move on. Buy or sell too. You know, fans have that right. I, I give it to them. It, you know, I just encourage them to donate more. Because that's what those teams are doing. In uh, yeah, I could promise you, in Georgia, they, they bought some pretty good players. You're allowed to these days, and uh, we could use some help. Uh, I encourage uh, anybody that's disgruntled to, to pony up some more. Kentucky coach Mark Stoops coming out today and saying his words were taken out of context. That was a a longer interview there. From that soundbite, how did Stoops come off to you, Paige? Well, I don't want to be taken out of context, but <laughs> I think he's absolutely right that those people in Kentucky, including people like Bill Plasky, who grew up there, need to uh, cowboy up. I think those thoroughbred ranches throughout the state really need to kick in and get that behind that program because otherwise, in that SEC, you know that everybody else is, quote, buying So you're all right with the, with the coach... Even if he says it was taken out of context, he's literally saying we need more donations, right? Isn't that literally what he yeah. said, Israel Gutierrez? You got to be a fundraiser. Yeah, he was. And to be fair, the caller was from Louisville, and so the coach from Lexington seemed like he was getting needled a little mm-hmm. bit. And so he answered back with a little bit of fire, though. But yeah, look, I think it's actually not a terrible idea. If you think if this is their thing in Lexington, just start making it rain in the middle of the stadium when they start struggling. How Louisville football that did collect, collect money, money this week with a QR program. code, so you might be allowed to Isn't stop. that what he's asking for? I just want to give some tips on context to Coach Stoops. If this was directed directly to that caller, you say, hey, caller from Louisville. You should pony up. But in general, we all know that this is the way that college athletics are being done. The collectives got to collect, baby. Mm-hmm. And well, there it is. And Bill Flasky, how about you? Woody, you know I'm from Louisville. I will never, ever give a penny to Kentucky. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, glad they, I'm glad they're broke. Hey, cool. All he needs to do is walk down the hall to Calipari's office and say, John, 
some of your boosters give some of the money to us, but they won't. Kentucky's a basketball school. It's not a football school. Never will be. Stoops will never get that money. The NIL is going to be like that forever for him. And, and I'm glad to call Russell Louisville because he, he was needling him. I'll needle him too. I'll never give them a penny, Woody, ever. <laughs> Everything all right, Bill? Woody, Woody, Bill? And you guys, uh, I mean, this is, you've been doing this for 21 years. I, I appreciate see. it. But I'll give Kentucky some money to help. It was out. your mutual destruction today when you guys went after each other. Israel Gutierrez, <laughs> Monica McNutt, showdown next. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Around the Horn is presented by Truly Hard Seltzer. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. Getting ejected four minutes and 33 seconds into your first preseason game with your new team and then naming yourself Dylan the Villain. You okay with Dylan Brooks self-naming here and will this work out in Houston? Israel, throw it down to you. I was actually watching this game to see Amen Thompson's debut and I watched this play. This review took forever. This was referees making an example of a perfect subject in Dylan Brooks saying, hey, hey, no more of that stuff this regular season. Monica McNutt? I'm old enough to remember when Dylan Brooks was mad at the media for coining him the villain, so I guess I'm glad that he leaned in. More importantly, I don't see Emil Udoka, Jeff Green, Fred Van Vliet going for these antics when it matters this season. I'm sure there's going to be a line in the sand. Mm, I agree with you there. He was just so huge for Canada, the best defensive player at the World Cup. Just stay in that lane. We'll move on. USC at Notre Dame this weekend, and rain is in the forecast. So for practice today, USC brought out a hose to simulate the wet conditions. You look at that, what the hose is, is doing there, all right? Monica, is this a proper simulation? I, listen, I, I don't know if they measured the how heavy the rain is forecasted to be against Notre Dame, but I think this is particularly raggedy, and they probably should get a younger manager out there to run around with that hose. I don't think this is effective. <laughs> look, I understand that Los Angeles is not very familiar with rain most of the year, but that's not it. And they're clearly practicing on grass, which means there's sprinklers somewhere around there that they can just set off. Yeah. Why are we doing <laughs> this this way? complete fail on all levels. This is USC. They have the best film school in the country. 
You know, film uh, rain in a film set is the greatest thing ever. Shawshank Redemption, Andy Dufresne rain. You know, that's that's what we should have seen. Monica McNutt. A film 30 school is no good. A film school is no good without actors. So I guess they're acting like this rain is. They're practicing this. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. Uh, to my FaceTime, Teresa Weatherspoon, new head coach of the Chicago Sky. Mm. She will add to the ranks of head coaches in the WNBA that were former players, and not just any former player, honey. A Hall of Famer, one of the OGs, a member of one of the charter organizations of the WNBA in the New York Liberty. Congratulations to Teaspoon. I had a chance to sit with her at a Liberty game recently, and we're all super excited about her future. I'm glad that she chose this step. Mind you, the last two coaches of the year in the W have been former players, so I'm excited about this growing trend. Mm -hmm. And of course, and this finals matchup as former players, teammates playing against each other. Trader there you trader. go. Love teaspoon. The shot 99. Oh, one of the greatest. We're on a 23 and a half hour break. We'll see you guys tomorrow.